Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and its select theaters. Rated R. On April 15, 1987, Leanne Green was on her way home from work. Her twin brother Lawson picked her up from her job at the Holiday Inn. The car ran out of gas and stranded Leanne and Lawson on Highway 46. A family stopped to help and Lawson went with them to pick up gas for the car. Leanne told Lawson she was feeling scared and wanted to stay with the car. Lawson returned about 10 minutes later and Leanne had vanished never to be seen again. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. Excited for our second case of the week. Right? I know. I am too, especially because this is a listener request, and so I, I love it when we do those. Me too. And, but oh, how's we life have a lot otherwise? What you been up to? Oh, gosh. I So I talked about this a little before, but my husband is a home inspector, and one of his jobs is to inspect uh, properties that are being built for banks for their loans. Uh, and so on the first of the month, we he ends up with like, you know, 20 inspections that have to be done over the course of two days. Wow. So it's boring. <laughs> He's just driving all over the place and in and out of the car. So I usually go with him just, you know, to keep him company. So uh, I've been in the car for a really long time today for, for 18 <laughs> inspections worth. That's what. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's given me lots of time to research cases and... You know, you work on social media stuff and, you know, right. I could, I can have a traveling office pretty easily. So sure, me too. that's what I'm also realizing that today marks 30 days before I take my baby to drop her off at college. Oh yeah. My gosh. 30 days. I think she's ready. Like we're pretty much ready. Like, you know, physically everything's yeah. done and, and, you know filed and bought and all that kind of stuff. Now it's just like, wow, what do we want to do for the next 30 days? You know? Right. <laughs> now, now comes the sort of waiting period, huh? I kind of wish she was going like tomorrow, you know, because she's anxious and she's ready to go. She yeah. ended up ending her job a month early um, because of her lack of liking it very much. <laughs> oh, to be 18. But right. <laughs> so to she's have that kind option, of like right? anxious too. And yeah think there'll just be a lot of softball playing between now and then right yes there will and that's a good thing yeah she'll, she'll be ready going to play college softball so she yeah you know, got she and her dad have got big plans for lots of training this month and yeah good. so I mean everything's good just uh whew, weird energy the energy right now is so uh pent up and intense and mm -hmm. just feels like it wants to burst we finally had a huge rainstorm today we did, uh, which was like so a, nice. Yeah, lots of thunder and lightning and booming and heavy rain. And I thought, man, do we need that? Like, 
we do emotionally, physically, you know, we've had a couple of kind of muggy, cloudy days. Like maybe we were going to get some rain Mm -hmm. and it didn't really happen. And that is a terrible feeling here because we in the high desert of Idaho do not have uh, humidity, humidity. We don't really, we don't, we don't have humidity like at all. The air is so dry. So when, when we have humidity, we are babies. You guys, those of you that live in like really humid places, you're like, oh, shut up. No, seriously, like we hardly have it at all. And so when we do have it, oh, you're like, please rain. Oh my God, this is awful. Get it over with and let the wind blow and dry this out. Yeah, it's awful. Yes, because we're used to dry everything. Yeah. We don't like moist. Yeah. No, no, we do not. We're not fans of moist. <laughs> We are not used to moist at all. No. no. <laughs> so we did finally get that rain, which was super, super duper nice. Oh, yeah. I, my hair is just frizzy and my face is always like perpetually shiny now. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. yeah. When I got up this morning, this hair, you know, I kind of stand it up. It was like this tall. It was like way <laughs> taller. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. That's what because curly is not your hair to. is long. Can you imagine what it would look like right now? Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So we're kind of a hot mess to be honest, but we're doing our best. We're we're doing fine, really. We really are, but it was very nice to get that rain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get started. Let's yeah. talk about Leanne Green. So Leanne Green, whose name is actually Martha Leanne Green. But as I understand it, she went by Leanne. So okay. her first name is actually Leanne, but or Martha. But this is a cold read for Katie. Mm-hmm. And so let's just talk a little bit about Leanne Green. Leanne Green went missing in 1987. So her twin brother picked her up from her job. She was 17. This was April 15th, 1987. She was a hostess at the Holiday Inn. So they were driving back home to where they live in White Bluff, Tennessee. And they were in this Monte Carlo. And and the reason they were in this Monte Carlo is because her brother had borrowed this car to take her to prom the next night because it fit with the theme of prom and this was her first prom. And so he had this special car borrowed to be able to take her. Like he was really cool. They were twins and Mm -hmm. he was, I think, really good to her. Mm -hmm. So partway home, they're on highway 46. And I guess this is near fabric road in Dixon County, Tennessee. And it's about nine o'clock at night. The car runs out of gas. Okay. And this is 1987, guys. No cell phones, you know. So they're kind of sitting there like, oh, crap, what are we going to do here? And a family pulls up behind them and says, hey, we'll help you. Mm -hmm. So Leanne was kind of nervous about that. She didn't really want to get in the car with them. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I want to stay here with the car. So Lawson left with them. And he gave her the keys you know, and I think my impression is he was just sort of thinking she would just get in the car and lock herself in there and, and stay in the car, right? Yeah. So when he comes back, and there are conflicting stories, but somewhere between nine and 15 minutes later, 
So it's not very long at all. No. He comes back with gas and Leanne is nowhere to be found. Her purse and keys were inside the car. There was no sign of any struggle, nothing at all. She was just gone, vanished. And she has not ever been seen again. Oh. They've had very few leads. They, they didn't have a lot of leads, but they did have this one. And this is Robert McKinley Richards. So he was in Florida. He had been incarcerated on some rape charges. This is well after she went missing. And he confessed to killing her. But he, he said he would take investigators to where he had buried her body. And he took her, or he took them to a whole bunch of different locations that they searched and searched, and they never came up with anything. Oh. So they really don't know that he did kill her. Unfortunately, that jazz. What is with these creeps? Right? That are always admitting crimes they didn't even commit. They didn't even commit, right? So here's the also ridiculous news. He was murdered in prison. Oh. And so, although he is, you know, a suspect, mm-hmm. um, her case is unsolved and they don't know really if he did it or not. You know, mm-hmm. the, the police said that this was a really difficult crime scene, you know, and back in 1987, they didn't have a lot of forensics, but they did have some. But there was so little to go off at this crime scene. There's no... Right. Nothing. There's no body. There doesn't appear to be any kind of struggle. There's no blood. Right. Nothing. It's hard to even really view it as a crime scene, except for that someone vanished. Right. And, you know, so we know. We know that he his story is true because there were witnesses, the people that picked him up for the gas. So there's not really any question that. He did anything to her. He he oh. just left her there. Um, something I'm sure he's regretted every day for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. can you imagine? Awful. Yeah. So not that he did anything wrong. He didn't. No, but but, but you couldn't help. Is is this happening to your sister? You could right. not help but just feel like crap over it. Sure, of course. So this hit the media really fast when it happened. And there were about a thousand leads that came into the sheriff's office really fast. Mm -hmm. And they did confirm that there were three suspected serial murderers or rapists who were on Highway 46 that night. Okay. Well, then I probably should stop you there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because that was my first hit is that it was a serial killer that picked her up. Okay. Yep. I feel like he, st- it was a crime of opportunity. I feel like he stopped because he saw this broken down car and wanted to get a feel for the landscape. If there were more than one people or more than one persons there, he would have left. 
your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com that's o-l-l-y.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease mm-hmm. uh if there had been a male there he would have left sure but one single young female that was just yeah. a crime of opportunity and i do mm-hmm. feel like he i do feel like he put her in his car by force i do i feel like it was just dark enough that he was able to do that Mm-hmm. And just, well, it was nine o'clock at night, yeah, you know, in April, so yeah. it it would have been dark, yeah, and he just slipped her right into his car. I feel like he didn't drive very far before he had to stop mm-hmm. and bind her up because she was fighting so hard and trying to get away from him. But then I feel like he drove a couple of states away before he actually dealt with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a serial killer. I have no question about that. Mm. Yeah. Well, her poor mother uh, died not knowing. Of course. Uh, Which really sucks. I hate to hear that, that parents that, you know, never, you know, get closure. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the there's the sheriff's office there in that community, you know, says, you know, they've never given up hope and they, you know, still consider this case active and they're always looking for more information and, you know, hoping there have been a couple of age progressions done for her, which um, I showed in the video that's the lead up to this show. Uh, So if you want to see that, you can see that over on YouTube, but yeah, they've done a couple because she's been gone a really, really long time, you know? Yeah. And so they, they, you know, have done a couple of age progressions just in case. Um, however, you know, doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. Anything more you want to tell us? So her body was put in some kind of an underground tank. I couldn't decide if I was seeing something like a septic tank or a water tank, but okay. some kind of, I feel like he had a very old uh, farmhouse. I'm not sure if it was his or if it was just an abandoned old house, mm-hmm. but he took her there. I do feel like he assaulted her a few times and, and then killed her and then uh, put her body in in a tank, some kind of underground tank. Okay. Again, I'm not sure if it was a holding tank of some sort, water, septic, something like that, but I, I don't think she'll ever be found or anything like that. But, uh, yeah. 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 I, I feel like she lived for around 18 hours before she died. After okay. he took her. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like any of the suspects that the police ever considered were actually the guy that did it? Yes. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I feel like it was one of the ones that they thought was... Could have been on that road around that time. Okay. Okay. Do you, is it the guy from Florida who said he did it? No. No, No, he was just looking for, I don't know what fame, a chance to get out of jail for a minute. I don't know. What an idiot. Credit. Weirdly, these guys like 
want to take credit for each other's crimes. I mean, yeah, I don't even know how to wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. Well, poor Leanne and her family. I mean, her brother, I cannot imagine the rest of her family, her mom, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's like, and you know, cases like this get kind of looked at as though there might have been something paranormal that happened. And I covered um, a little boy in my pop-up last week, same thing. Like it's as though they were there and then they were gone, just vanished. And that feels almost like they were like beamed up, you know? Yeah. Like, but, but unfortunately the vast majority of the time, it really is people, just people. Yeah. Bad, bad people. And things can happen so quickly. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's that's how that was with this little boy. That's how it was. I feel like with Leanne, I feel like he pulled up as the taillights faded from the the family's car. I mean, it was no time. Yeah. And he walked up to the door and she was way too trusting and didn't, you know, realize that she was in danger and just, you know rolled down her window to say, you know, he's, we don't need your help or, you know, for he was, she was being polite. In other words, she was being polite and he talked to her for just a second, realized that she was there by herself and that's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. That's why if you guys are crime junkie fans, I am a crime junkie fan and they say, be weird, be rude, stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. So you do weird things, you scream and, you know, freak out or pee your pants or whatever, you know, like (laughs) that literally has been found to work Mm -hmm. and you be rude. You don't be polite to strangers just because as a woman, you're supposed to be. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, that was her. She was 17. Right. She was raised to be polite to men Mm -hmm. and she worked in hospitality I mean, she had every reason to just be polite to some man that stopped to help. Right. Because already some people had stopped to help. So it probably didn't feel unusual that someone else would stop. Sure. Yeah. I don't think it felt off to her at all. And then in no time she was kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. So sad, but definitely something we can learn from. Yeah. Do you feel like this serial killer is still active? This was 1987. No, I don't. Are they living? Yes. They're still living. Uh, I guess the better question is, were they ever caught? And yeah. I think no. Okay. That's the sad fact that many, many serial killers go um, undetected, never caught. In cases have, you know, many cases like this. Mm-hmm. But I operate under the radar. That's getting much, much harder to do, however. It is. In our Thank age of heavens. technology, uh, that's gotten much, much harder to do. But boy, mm-hmm. looking back a couple of decades and yikes. The 70s and the 80s and mm-hmm. the, in, into even the mid 90s, I feel like we cover a lot of cases from those time frames mm-hmm. and, and, and obviously earlier as well, in which there was no way to call for help. There was no way to track someone by GPS. There, yeah. You know, the kinds of things that we have now to track people down, we did not have. No, no. Well, and in cases like this, this guy wasn't stupid. He didn't leave any fingerprints on the car. He knew exactly what he was doing. 
you know, he was smart and he did yeah. the, the right thing, quote unquote, to be able to completely avoid detection. I mean, everything he did was right. And he drove through the night, yeah. you know, and went to a very deserted place. What have you, you know? Yeah. Well, very practiced, you know. Yes. Very practiced. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it very much. And I appreciate our listeners who have suggested this case. It is a yeah. it is an interesting one because it is such a without a trace kind of situation. Yeah, a big puzzler. Yeah. yeah. So lots of love to Leanne's twin brother and family members. You know, oh, yeah. hope that you you know, have found a way to yeah. move forward. Yeah. Well, this is our Tuesday show. So we will be back tomorrow with another show. And I got to tell you guys, it's a doozy. You do not want to miss this. It is, I don't even know how we're going to fit it all in one show, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't know that we are, to be perfectly honest. We might not. It might be, it might be a two-parter. It is quite the story. Yeah. It is quite the story. Uh, But then we will be back Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain for... Um, and our Wednesday night update show, mm-hmm. and we'll be back and Thursday just night. Hear this: there are some mm-hmm. really wild rumors rolling around about Lori Vallow right now and Mark Means, and I am going undercover this week to see if we can dissuade them or dispel them. So uh, that's you happening, are. and yeah, you're we'll going bring, undercover. I'm going undercover, and we'll bring it to know. you on Wednesday night. I know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I don't want to, but I'm going to because something stupid is happening. And so we're going to get it sorted out. We're going to figure it out. All right. Well, and then we'll be back Wednesday or Thursday night for the Psychic Hour. It is the first show of the month. So we'll be doing Thursday. We'll be doing, uh, what month is this? August. August marching orders for all the sun signs. So that Mm -hmm. will be lots of fun. So stay tuned. Be sure you check out yesterday's case. And everything that we have coming up, as usual, we really appreciate you. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe because that helps us grow and it helps us keep doing all the stuff we love doing. If you want to send us a case, go to our website, truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com and fill out the form and suggest a case and we will do our best to get there. Don't worry if it takes us a little while. We have a lot of suggestions, but we do appreciate them very much. So we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care.